Hello and welcome into let me read. All right, so unfortunately, I want to start this off with a little bit of bad news. The interview that we had lined up for today is postponed for now, um, just a little too early after the draft process, and um, you know I had to run it by some uh, somebody in the Dolphins organization today uh, via email. Uh, he did confirm that we can do it. Um, we just have to wait for you know some prior obligations to be taken care of as far as like straight after the draft you know they're probably still working through contract stuff but we do have somebody that got drafted by the Dolphins lined up to do a do an interview on this podcast Um, and it will be coming at some point this offseason so definitely be on the lookout for that I'll keep you guys posted I'm not going to tell you who it is um, but it's pretty exciting so we got that on the on deck. Um, some Dolphins news from today. Taco Charlton got cut. Uh, I'm not surprised. I think that he was probably just a uh, rental to see, um, you know, if it was the Cowboys' problem or if he has some personal problems, some attitude or some some actual, like, I don't know. If he's not good, he might not be good. I mean, all five of his sacks, I think all five of them are – at least four out of five of them were cleanup, cleanup sacks that, you know, the quarterback got away and he just got in there and, and finished the sack off. So um, not a really big hit, but I think it maybe opens the door for Charles Harris to kind of, you know, maybe have a decent offseason, have a, if there's a training camp, have a good training camp and preseason and try to make this team and make something out of his career, um, especially if they pick up his fifth-year option and this, you know, he's got a make-or-break-it season coming up. Yeah, uh, I, I, I didn't. I figured uh, Taco would get cut. Um, I thought I didn't think this early. I was kind of surprised this early. I thought maybe they'd give him a shot in OTAs, offseason, preseason, kind of thing. Um, but when we did our fifty-three or our fifty-five man roster, I didn't have him making the team. But it, you brought up a good point. It does open up a lot for Charles Harris, and I think it shows that Flores is still willing to give Charles Harris a chance and some of these other guys a chance by cutting. You know unfortunately our leading sacker last year with five sacks not that that's anything to be excited about um but right. it, 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 i i am a little surprised it came so early um the but thing, it, it makes sense it completely makes sense though. it might just be a scheme thing too it might not be an right. attitude thing it might not be um you know a skill set thing it it it's, it might just be that the way Flores runs a defense, which is versatile guys that can do everything, and there's no there's not going to be a guy who gets 20 sacks in a season. And it's the exact reason why Cam Wake doesn't come back or won't come back and they won't re-sign him because they're not looking for that, you know, hand in the dirt, pin your ears back, go get the quarterback. They kind of want to scheme a sack via – you know, an outside linebacker or safety blitz or a corner blitz or if somebody just overpowers somebody and they get to the quarterback, good. But they're not going to scheme their defense to, um, you know, to work around somebody like Taco Charlton. Exactly. And as much as I would love to see Cam Wake come back in a Dolphins uniform, um, it's just kind of unlikely. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why they didn't go out of their way for Jadavian Clowney. Although J- Jadavian <clears throat> Clowney is – actually kind of a Flores type he's a run stopping the end 
even though right. when he came out of um, South Carolina, everybody thought he was going to be that 22nd-a-year guy. But that's why um, Everson Griffin is sitting on the free agent market and Miami hasn't taken a swing at somebody like him, you know, so. Right. Um, so I'm not too hurt by the Taco Charlton thing. I think it just kind of opens it up. Don't be surprised if some other, you know, roadie comes in off, off the, you know, off the streets and, you know, ha- gets a number for the preseason. Um, I'm not really sure who the top free agents are, but don't I don't expect them to pay anybody big money. I wouldn't even be surprised if it was another undrafted free agent. Um, because there's no point right now. I think they need to kind of stick stick close to where they are right now. And um, you know, I see him probably winding up with a like a Green Bay or something like that in the end. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure he'll, add, he'll land with a team during the offseason, get another shot, because he's got a decent skill set and has uh, potential. He's still young. Yeah. So. And there's, like, no edge people, like, in the top 25. <clears throat> Ezekiel Ansa is, is um, a free agent, as well as Marcus Golden who yeah. had a decent year for the Giants last year. I'm surprised. I know. He, he was actually a target for Miami. I don't know what happened there. He must be asking for too much money. Um, Vinny Curry from Philly, Clay Matthews, Michael Bennett, older people, nobody that I could see Miami going after. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, there's still a few guys. I'm surprised um, the Giants, honestly, didn't sign Marcus Golden back because their linebacking core needs some help. Yeah, I bet, their edge I, I bet they need will, some help. Honestly, they're edge rushers or linebackers, but <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just don't know what some teams do. I don't know what they're thinking. Well, that's the funny part about the draft. You know, in general, like there was people on the board that was a better player than Noah Igbenogny, even at the same position. Not necessarily corner, corner or nickel cornerback, but. In the defensive back room, there's Xavier McKinney was on the board. There are better defensive backs on the board, but so you really honestly have no idea. Like, it sounds like from what I'm hearing, like Curtis Weaver was really never on the Dolphins board because they were never gonna waste a third round pick on him. Um, but the fact that he fell to the fifth round, um, you know the value was just too good and and that's when you you just kind of got to be smart about what you're doing and you know so i i, yeah. I understand i uh, the draft process is just so hard to predict it's almost impossible yeah and i'm i'm sure with uh Curtis Weaver falling that far it probably helped um the dolphins make the decision to cut Taco Charlton as well yeah i heard that he Not- you know, he fell just because teams never really got to get their hands on him because his overall size is not is not that good. He's not like a prototypical, um, you know, edge defender or, you know, go get the quarterback, but he does it well, so. Um, all right, so just to get on to what we're going to talk about today, I think what we're going to do is just go over our favorite, our top Dolphins at each position. Just something fun, um, something different, you know, get your mind off the draft and free agency and everything like that. 
Um, so I think it'll be interesting just to see, you know, what we have in common, what we have different, just going through who are some of our favorite players are. Should we start with the QB position? I think that'd be fitting. All right, let's start off at the main position. We'll start off at quarterback. I'll let you go first. All right, well, I think quarterback might be an obvious one. Not that I ever saw him play, but I'd probably the greatest Dolphin of all time, Dan Marino. I think I'd have to have him as my quarterback. Yeah, that, that that's a tough one. I mean, we can watch highlights and stuff, and he really did play when we were young. Um, yeah. So we can we could always – say like technically he's the best quarterback we saw because i'm sure we saw him one time or another in our right. lifetime at least um we can keep it to our lifetime so dan marino because we had some rough ones i mean jay fiedler <laughs> cleo lemon is just a random name joey harrington um <clears throat> yeah so so we had some rough ones pat white um Tannehill, jay color jay color was fun to watch he was just like smoking jay i liked one yeah <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, Dan Marino for me. Uh, running back, I'll start it off. Ricky Williams by far. Oh, easily, easily. Ricky Williams is the reason I'm a Dolphins fan, really. Because um, my dad's actually a Cowboys fan. So, uh, you know, I had no influence of the Dolphins. But I, as I got older and started watching football, like I just fell in love with watching the Dolphins. And Ricky Williams was my favorite player. And, like, he's the reason – I am a Dolphins fan for sure. Yeah, he's, Ronnie, he's my all-time. He's my all-time favorite Dolphins player, hands down. Yeah, same. And Ronnie Brown would be my my second place if I had to give oh, a second yeah. place. Yeah, I have a. And then uh, in my, yeah, in my room I have uh, an autographed Ricky Williams jersey right next to a Ronnie Brown poster. <laughs> nice. Yeah, my family lives in Florida, and um, my uncle got me a, a football signed by Dan Marino, and he gave it to me. So pretty cool awesome um wide receiver it's a hard one jarvis landry mm-hmm. would probably be my favorite um chris chambers is up there yeah um, you know so i would say if i had to if i had to pick my favorite it would be um jarvis landry i i agree i absolutely loved jarvis when he was in miami even though he wasn't there quite as long as i would have hoped or even still now because that would have been awesome. But when he was there, I just loved watching him. He was electric to watch, and oh, he played man. with so much passion. Yeah, The passion and emotion he played with just – it was like – it was awesome. And I, I hate the fact that – I truly believe this, that, like, because Adam Gase didn't like him, he got traded. Like, if Adam Gase got fired a year sooner before he got traded, then I think he'd still be on this team potentially. Same thing as um, JHI. Uh, yeah. I, Adam Gase – got caught multiple times saying if you don't stop messing up i'm gonna trade you to the browns well he got traded to the browns (laughs) yeah (laughs) um tight end um i think randy mcmichael probably randy mcmichael or i kind of i do enjoy mike gasicki you know what i mean we really didn't have anybody charles clay actually Big play, yeah, Clay. That, Holy cow. That's, that's who I was just about to say. Charles Clay is my favorite. I have a Charles Clay jersey. I loved watching. 
big play clay dude yeah. i remember that do you remember those plays one against the chargers and one against the steelers where he just absolutely trucked through everyone oh, like just yeah, broke dude. tackles trucked through everyone i remember like was that that snow game that against on, the snow yeah. game that Tannehill won in in pittsburgh yeah it was he like ran over palomalu just yep. fucking took out a few other guys yeah dude i i remember um yeah yeah, him or Randy McMichael. I liked Randy McMichael, and he like that's like the beginning of my like really remembrance. Like Chris Chambers, I remember when he got traded to the um, San Diego Chargers. Charger. Oh, yeah, man. that was devastating. Yeah, um, Randy McMichael's up there too. Offensive lineman, I have a random one, but Richie Incognito, dude, he oh, was a beast. Yes, <laughs> yes, dude, I loved Richie Incognito. I hated like. I hated everything that happened with him and his departure of, from Miami because, like, we didn't have a solid offensive line at, at like when he was there, but like he did make it a lot better. And what was that dude's name? Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan Martin. Martin, yeah, what a baby from Stanford. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly what happened, but I don't know. Football, I mean, I know man. that like. Come on. I mean, I know that he was trying to tough him up, but I don't know. I would have, yeah. I, I, I kind of put a bad name on, in the Dolphins organization for a little bit, too. Yeah, that's what happens, So That's why people, like, certain teams don't take chances on Antonio Browns and stuff like that because if it goes wrong, really, it just kind of disrupts your team. So, you know. Right. Um, uh, I would say Laramie Tunsil was probably my next favorite. Laramie Tunsil was pretty fun to watch. I um, like Laramie Tunsil. So probably uh, you know who I I liked a lot too, um, recent guy Juwan James. Yeah, I liked him in, when he came into the league because um, not a lot of people expected him to get picked where he got picked by the Dolphins, um, and he was picked right after Zach Martin. So I think that kind of overshadowed him a lot. Uh, you know, being Zach Martin got picked right before the Cowboys or like two picks before. But like I liked a lot about him because. I forget who it was that got hurt. Um, somebody got hurt at left tackle, or left tackle was at the year. I think it was the old Ravens left tackle for the longest time. I can't remember his name. But then he switched over to left tackle, and I just loved watching him. Like It seemed like he was just willing to do whatever it took to just make the offensive line and make the team better, whether he's playing left tackle or right tackle. So I liked, I liked him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and he had a similar um, – jump to what Austin Jackson did. A lot of people um, didn't have him going as early as he did. Miami took him as a need more than, mm-hmm. like, what they wanted. Um, and he kind of jumped up the boards based on um, potential more than on his actual skills. Right. Um, so does that cover offense? That covers the offense, right? Oh, yeah, fullback, yeah. fullback. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rob Conrad. I mean, Charles Clay. Who? Rob Conrad. Honestly, don't know if I remember him Dude, or know who he, he is. He was a tank. He ended his career in 2005, so that was early. He went to SU. Oh, okay. He was like, he was like, like when Mike Allstar and stuff, like back when the, the fullback Full was backs. like a, a real position. Dude, he was mm-hmm. a beast. <clears throat> You should watch some of his. Oh um, uh, yeah, his I'll tape. have to. I'll have to look up a little bit about him. Yeah, you should. 
2005, I was seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I, was, I was ten. Yeah. Um, well, um, nine or ten, somewhere in that range. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna say Charles Clay. Charles Clay, he was a fullback when he first came in. Can I pick him for two positions? C- Christian Wilkins. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um. So we'll go to defense, and I'll just start the end. Um, Cameron Wake is the obvious pick there. Oh yeah, Cameron Wake and Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor, I right? think. yeah, yeah, those two. One and two, one mm-hmm. A, one B. For you know. sure. Jason yeah. Taylor is a Hall of Famer, so. Oh yeah. You know Jason Taylor, and then that two that what was it, two thousand six when he won Defensive Player of the Year? He was insane. Yeah, I loved watching Jason Taylor. Defensive tackle is a hard one because there's just so many. I mean, and Sue was a bust. Honestly, he was not worth the hundred million that he got. Do you remember uh, Paul Soliai and Randy Stark? Oh, Randy Stark, dude. I was just going to say dude, that. I loved I loved them when they were... Um, I loved when they were uh, on the team as, as the T-tackles together. I, I liked know. them a lot. Yeah, do you remember this dude named Keith Trailer that we had? No, I don't think so. So Channing Crowder tells this story that is so funny. Oh. Like, I can he if you ever get the chance download radio.com and from two to six he has a radio show Channing Crowder does and he does not give a crap about anything he is so funny dude he's hilarious but he tells a story about one time they're flying back from somewhere and they lost a game and Keith Trailer weighed like 350 pounds and he started arguing with somebody I can't remember I'll have to find the story and show it to you but they started wrestling on the plane up at like 30,000 feet in the air it's so funny. I couldn't imagine. That would be absolutely insane. Those two big so, dudes wrestling like that. Awesome. Speaking of Channing Crowder, if we go to linebackers mm-hmm. next, Channing, Channing Crowder's up there for me. Zach Thomas, Zach Channing Thomas, Crowder. Yeah. Carlos Dunlap. I lo- I liked Carlos Dunlap oh, a lot. Car- no, Car- no Carlos, Carlos Dansby, dude. Carlos Dan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Why am I saying no. Carlos Dunlap? Carlos Dansby. Who is yes. Porter? Porter. Porter. What's his first name? Oh, Joey, Joey Porter. Porter. He was a beast, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Soliai was a tank, dude. Oh man. Randy Starks. Yeah. Holy cow. It's fun going back in the, in the past. I know. Yeah, linebackers. I would say. Um, I would say. Zach Thomas definitely would be my favorite of all time, but For I did sure. li- I, I did think... like Channing Crowder that pick off against yeah. Tom Brady. No, yeah, no way. I think I think uh, Zach Thomas is way overdue for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he keeps getting he keeps getting hosed. Uh, he does. Like, I just I don't understand what it is. Like, if you put his stats up against Brian Urlacher, it is like dead on. Like, there is a li- like. They're not a big gap between the stats of Brian Urlacher and uh, Zach Thomas, and if anything, it, it favors the stats favor a little bit in Zach Thomas's way. Seriously, yeah, versus Brian Urlacher, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't understand. I don't know if it's because the defense when he played wasn't as good as the Bears' defense when Urlacher played, um, or just because I think he's just been always overrated, like since the day he was drafted till. Till now, I I mean, it might be a little biased, but like I 
I mean, even that, I don't, I don't think he should be out of the Hall of Fame. He definitely is overdue for the Hall of Fame. I agree. He, I just don't understand. Yeah. Um. I. But yeah, linebacker is pretty easy. I mean, Zach Thomas. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's why everybody's is. Um, cornerback. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember watching Sam Madison and Patrick Sertain. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so one of those two would kind of be a toss-up. But Xavier Howard and Brent Grimes, dude. Brent Grimes was oh so fun to play, watch. Do you remember that pickoff he had against the Lions in the end zone? Yeah. With, uh, he was the ball was getting thrown to uh, Calvin Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just jumps up and picks it off. This five-nine guy covering this six-five, six-four receiver, and he just jumps up and just one hand snags and picks it off. Yeah, I would I, say I liked. Brent Grimes would probably be, since I have like the best the best memory of him playing versus like. Patrick Sertain and um, Sam Madison. I I liked um, Sean Smith too when he played in Miami. He was drafted uh, in the second round. Yeah, with Vontae Davis. Same yeah, Vontae, Vontae Davis. Davis yeah. yeah, I know. Imagine if they stayed and really blew out together. Like that'd been a cool combo. Um, safety. Oh, I got a good one. It's not going to be Rashad Jones. I got one for you. Go ahead. Jeremiah Bell. Jeremiah Bell, dude. Oh, my God. Jeremiah That's... Bell. So, I have a I have a 1B. Um, do you remember Brock Marion? No, I don't think so. Yeah, see, a lot of these guys that I remember are because I used to watch football with my dad when I was young, and then I would collect... Um, football cards. So a lot of these names I, I remember. But um, yeah, he was um, early two thousands. He played. He got picked in nineteen ninety three. He played for the Dolphins from ninety eight to two thousand and three. Oh okay. Yeah, but he was he won a he um, won a Super Bowl with the with the Cowboys. But um, yeah, no, he he was the one. But Jeremiah <laughs> Bell, dude. Yes, sir. Yes. Jeremiah Bell, I loved watching him. He was just a tank. I honestly remember, like, I feel like at one point in his career, like, every other week he was getting fined for, like, an insane hit, but it was just, like, he would rock people. He yeah, just blew people up. He did not care. It was awesome. Um, I liked, uh, do you remember Chris Clemens? Yes. The safety? Yeah. I liked him, too. He, uh, he wasn't, I mean... When he played, he only played for a few years, but he wasn't, you know, the greatest. But I, I, I just liked watching him play because he was so fast and just. Yeah, I thought I thought he was fun to watch. I agree. You know, a wide receiver that I forgot to mention that I really liked, Brian Harline. Oh yeah. Oh, what about Devon Bass? Devon Bass, dude. He he went crazy too, but he was he was the best third down receiver that one year. It was oh nine or oh eight. Best. Yeah third down receiver in the league remember that um kicker for, for sure is for, up there for kicker for me um Olinda Omare I honestly can't say I know that was an early one too too early some of these ones are like early 2000s I just, like I said I just remember them because of um football cards and stuff, collecting them back when I was young. That's true. 
Um, honestly, I think this is probably because of what just happened this year, but Jason Sanders because of that one play against the Eagles. <laughs> He's super solid, you know what I mean? We can't go yeah, wrong Yeah, I like him. him a lot, too. And then punter, Brandon Fields. Yep. Um, yeah, for sure. Long snapper. John Denny. Yep, the GOAT. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there was some... There were some good players. Yeah. It's fun to fun to reminisce on. Yeah, there was there was some highs. There's been some lows. Um, and then we'll come back probably I might come back at the end of this week, maybe, maybe not. We'll see how the football world goes for me. Um uh, but we'll be back with um some AFC previews post draft and post post free agency and then we'll come back and we'll talk uh we'll talk the quarterbacks that got drafted this year. And um, keep the content rolling for you guys. All right, fins up. I just want to take a minute and thank everybody that's took the time to listen to any of my shows. Um, I really appreciate the support. I did increase about 200 followers on Twitter. I want to increase that. So all in all fins on Twitter, please follow me. Um, DM me or tweet at me. Let me know what you want to hear about. Also, leave a rating, leave a review on the podcast wherever you listen to it subscribe um and help me continue to grow this because i got some big things coming down the pipeline thanks